Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Based on fiction. All right, welcome to another episode of In No Particular Order, uh, where we, which is myself and D Mac, where we uh, go over lists every month of our top five things in no particular order as it pertains to hip hop and hip hop culture. How is it going, D Mac? What's good? I'm doing good, being healthy, man. How you doing, man? I'm just trying to uh, steer clear of all my entanglements right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that that's actually you know what? That is some idea we were talking. That's what I was talking to you about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until you brought that up, man. <laughs> that's wild right there, boy. <laughs> that's why you're going to like T I man, he can't use that word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I've heard that term before. I mean, because obviously like I'm a decently red guy. But um it is funny that people honed in on, on that one on that one word because that was a baller ass player ass word she used. Though. That was a perfect nah, word. Will when Will said it though, because Will repeat, he's like entanglement. <laughs> like he, he even said like like entanglements. Don't you mean something else? Like, <laughs> but um, so I'm sure the people here in the audience, if it, if they like this show, that they mean it like hip hop and hip hop culture. So uh, unfortunately, Will Smith is so part of hip hop culture. Um, so they've heard the story about how August Alcina, who for years was telling us that he was fucking Jada Pinkett Smith, although uh, it was always kind of shied away from from them addressing it. But when his new project came out, he just said, "Fuck it, I need I need some uh, pub, so I'm going to put it all out there." Um, so the, so he did that. So then Will and Jada had to speak about their open marriage for the first time in 20 years. Because uh, I, I, I can't speak for you, but I heard about the open marriage like back when we were in high school. Yeah, me too. Um, Because uh, the people that I've heard that they've had affairs with, right? I heard it, that Jada Pika had an affair with, um, what's his name? Uh, the Hispanic gentleman. Um, he he did a show with her on TNT. Uh, I think Mark Anthony. Um, I heard about Mark Anthony. I heard about August Alcina. I think Keenan. I, I think Keenan too. But then, oh, uh, with Will Smith, I, I haven't heard about any famous names besides maybe Tom Cruise because I've heard that rumor uh, back in the past. Uh, but uh, his most famous one. That I, I, that I heard about was I, I I'm pretty sure it's true was uh as I told you off air Harley Quinn herself Margot Robbie with her fine ass and I'm not mad at mm-hmm. him. I ain't mad at him either. And they say that that's why he isn't in um Suicide Squad two because she asked for him not to be in it because she's heard about their entanglement going sideways because she's kind of like she's like August Alcina where she thought that Will was gonna be with her. He said, whoa, you know what? Uh, I just got an open marriage. I still love my wife. And I just want to get in them guts a few times. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I ain't mad at him because Margot Robbie is, 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 I think, one of the most universally attractive women in the world. 
Thanks. If a person thinks that she's not attractive in some way, there's something that's wrong with her. But uh, yeah, so uh, I I hope that they would have addressed their open marriage that everyone knows about. But will will I, I think I think it, it is a bitch for, for um letting her take all the blame for it and him coming out as as a simp and being like shocked person because one they said that they were separated during the time so will can't get mad if they're separated and she goes and has some entanglements number two <laughs> to have the open marriage and then i i'm pretty sure during that time of separation will and that's around the same time that will was filming the suicide squad and banging on margaret robbie as well so yeah. i think that will could have been more of a stand-up guy and 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 admitted to his part in it and said like he he didn't have to say any name, but he could say, "Yeah, I mean, I, I just put it out there too. I also had my own entanglements at the time of of Jada having hers, but he didn't." But the sad part is that, uh, as I also told you off air, the August I've seen that uh, project is trash. Oh yeah, I know. Maybe four good songs on there out of twenty-seven. Yeah. He- yeah. <laughs> when August Alcina was one of the best uh, modern R&B singers. I think he took too much of a break off, though. I think that's what it was. That yep. and then he also got his head right. That dude's head was beyond fucked up. Bro. I I would say Jay yeah. did help him on that shit. But she helped him get his mind right to a certain extent. But at the same time, if you notice, around the time that that affair or that entanglement started, is when he started hanging out with Jaden Smith, and, that, and around that same time, that's when August Alcina went from being a his thug persona to kind of like an androgynous prince-looking mm-hmm. feminine shit, and that's what uh, their whole family is on. Besides Will, Will and Will's first son, because uh, both of those kids are very, very androgynous. Uh, it's rumored that Jaden is in a relationship or uh, entanglement with uh, Tyler. Tyler D. Yeah. Raider. So, and then since he, since, since August hung around that family, he, he took on those traits. So, um, yeah, it's weird. Now, um, if, if R&B was considered in this list that we're going to do, I, I would say that August Alcina's first album would have been in, in contention to one of the best debut albums of all time. If, if that was, and I guess it kind of is, cause like he he's kind of hip hop R and B. Yeah. But he, so uh, I put him on top as my as my um honorable mention. But uh, <laughs> but that does mean besides our banter here that uh, this month we're doing a, a list of our top five debut albums of all time in terms of what we know in hip hop. Um, cause I will say that all of mine are us in high school or, or older time frame. Yeah. Pretty much. Cause that's our era. Like we're old heads now, but that's our era of, of hip hop. Uh, so firstly, um, is there anything that you want to add about the August Alcina gate? No, oh, no, nah, it was just messy. You could have just kept that shit too, so. Yep. He was just trying to get some clout for his damn shit. That's all that shit. 
Jada can't control her hoes like that meme you sent me. But Will can. <laughs> yeah, I know. Will can, though. Because Margot Robbie, no one has ever come out and said that Will fucked him. Ever. But Jada cannot control her hoes. But, okay. um, Who is the the first... Well, what is the first album in your uh, top five debut albums in a particular order? All right. My first... My first one I will have to put is uh, 50 Cent. I knew that you were going to say that, so I perfectly did put him on mine, because I think there's going to be three that, that are the we, same. You, we hit, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, yeah, 50 Cent, yo, it was... In the Club came out, yep. single. It was yep. on 106 in Park, number yep. one for I don't know how many goddamn weeks. It was number one on the Billboard chart. Like, I think he's still making money off that, that single alone, let yeah. alone that album. Mm-hmm. And the album was fire. I just remember just playing it from front to back, front to back, front mm-hmm. to back, front to back at that time frame. And it was, it was crazy. And then also you had this mixtape shit that was coming out. Everybody was listening to 50, like, oh man, this mixtape shit cool, blah, blah, blah. Man, good production. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, I think it was, uh, DJ Cool Kid, probably, I think he was producing some, I can't remember off rip. I know Dre was. Yep. Uh, I think he had an M beat on there too. Yeah, I was just about to say, Eminem, I think Eminem dropped some couple beats on that form too. Uh, man, it just, I think with him, with Dre and M, it literally just kind of formed like this monster. Yeah. Dre, I swear, if Dre and M did another guy like that, like if M, like M did one like that with him and Dre, bro, it'd probably be another beast. But what's crazy is that was just the only one, the only one. And I know, of course, 50 did it with Dre with the game, but that shit went right. sideways all the way. That shit quick. went so sideways. It was, it was sideways quick, but. With 50 and Eminem, like, they still, 50 Eminem and Dre, they still, they still, uh, cool with each other. They still, you know, make music, whole nine yards. Like, ain't nothing really changed. You know, the only thing, like he said, uh, on the one song, he said, when I made 50 mil, M got paid. When I made 60 mil, Dre got paid. When I made 80 mil, Jimmy got paid. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I, I, I gotta give it to him, man. Like, and then with the whole, I'm gonna tell you this though. I know you said T.I. probably will be, will be him, but I'm, it, when I think about the hits, if he was to play certain songs and you would think where you were at when you heard it or whatever, I almost think he'd beat T.I. I'm not even gonna lie. And T.I., T.I. my dude, I love T.I. Like, I, I love T.I. to the day. Like, Urban Legends is my shit. Paper Trail is my shit. Like, like, straight up, like, I, I fucks with, with T.I. hard. But when I think about them hits, man, I ain't even just talking about, like, yeah, he got a classic album. 50 got that one classic album in my eyes. That one yeah. classic album. Yeah. He got singles. Like, it reminds me of Drake. He got singles that'll hit you. And you'd be like, damn, he did make that. Damn, he did. He was with so Damn, he was this, that, and third. Okay. It, it, it'll throw you off. Like, if you, like, motherfuckers, like, if you played the game, this is how we do, motherfuckers be like, oh, yeah, damn, he did put that. 
If he played, hey, I love it, you'd be like, damn, he did do that. I think he almost produced the damn thing. I don't even fucking know. Like, real shit. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> Jimmy Iovine basically begged 50 to put game in G-Unit, and then 50 took his second album and basically took off two verses of each song, well, a lot of songs, and gave him the game with the template of how to do it. So basically, Game's first album is 75% of what 50's second album was going to be. 50 did say that, too. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. He did say some certain something according to that, because he said, like, West Side Story, all that shit was like, oh, I, was like, I did that. Like, damn. But, you know, like I said, when Game went sideways, it was like, what the fuck? But, Nah, man. When you think about when you think about that shit, that's why Ti is like, oh, I, this, that, that. I think you bar, bar. You know, I'm better lyrically than him. I'm like, bro, I, it, it's it's the hits that, and then it, this ain't even on no New York shit. I ain't gonna lie, this ain't on no New York shit. This that third, but he literally, if you think about like, all right, I'm thinking this is this is post fifty after mm-hmm. like post like after him making album album. Like when you think about uh, uh, I'm the man, bitch, I'm the man. Like when you think about that, you're like, oh shit, that shit, that shit actually went hard. Then when you think about uh, what's the other one, uh, you, you get that's that's that that's a uh, Fifty Sun. If they say it's a it's a big rich town with Joe, like mm-hmm. for power, that, that that's an actual song. That shit actually goes hard when you think about it. You think you like damn, it will fuck you up because it's just like yo, he made that for a fucking. It's an intro to a goddamn TV series. T.I., you ain't did no shit like that. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So it's like... But 50 ain't got 20, though. He ain't got 20, bro. 20 what? 20 bars? 20 tracks to play on a verse. Bro, yeah, bro. Yeah, he, he do. He, he, yeah, he do. He don't got yeah, 20 do. songs. I'm okay, you. so this is a whole tangent now. He, he ain't got 20 <laughs> songs. He does not have 20 songs that, that can compete with 20 T.I. songs. No, the yes, fuck he, he does do. not. No, the yes, fuck. Yes, he do, bro. T- yes, 50 he do. hasn't had like a, 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 a major slap. I mean, a major, major slap in probably fucking at least eight years. Whereas T.I. had fucking... I'm, t- uh, I'm telling you. Bro, bro, listen, 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 bro. <laughs> T.I. Had, T. T. has been trashed me for probably a good 10 years, too. But I'm just yeah, yeah. facts are facts. <laughs> he got fucking uh that song with fucking uh song with fucking uh Rihanna that live your life was I hate it. He got you can have whatever you like and those are like mainstream bangers. I like those. Fifty like had a mainstream banger since fucking Ayo Technology with fucking uh Timberlake. That's but, one with Timberlake. But, yeah. but if, you but that, that, if you played that, if you played that. Therefore, T.I. gonna play that My Love, who wasn't a fucking coldest song of all time. <laughs> also, was a fucking Timberlake. And that song is a fucking slap. That's that's, my, that's the top 500 songs of all time. No, nah, it's, it's, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. But I'm telling you, but he, he got him. Like, think about it. He got uh, one song. I thought about off it already. Of another song. Think about it. Like, I, it, it, oh, or you, you can. All right. I, I'm about to do it this way. So check it. He got. I get money. Money I got. That was a slap. Then you got... Yeah, I got rubber band, man. I can, got, go hit, I can go hit for hit every song you break up. Then got I Have a Baby ahead. by Me, Baby. Be a millionaire. Off the, that's the same shit off the damn... Off the fucking... Uh, I get money. Because he said the yeah. lyric, but then he turns into an actual song. Then, 
If you got it that way, I'm gonna tell nigga no with an ass so fat. Why you wanna go and do that, 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 that? <laughs> then flip it this way. If you wanna really go in detail, go to G Unit. I'll teach you how to study. Rubber band man. Subscribe, <laughs> click with it. If you got you a hoe, I take it what to do. Go on, set that hoe out. Cause that shit was a low key slap. Yeah, that was a slap. There's that no way 50 can pick it to you out, bro. There's no I'm fucking t- way. No 50, fucking I'm way. I'm telling you, 50, 50 can get him, man. I'm telling no. you. No. 50 and I got 20 songs that that can compete with 20 TI songs. Absolutely not. If, <laughs> if, if that does happen, that'll be the first one that I watch live because 50 know nah I will that's what 50 duck he know he can't do it nah 50 can do it but I just don't want him to cause some songs I don't like but they was hit they they hit I think they just hit because it was with that wave and I I don't think you like them either like uh Candy Shop Candy Shop like I don't I don't be careful that one but it was hit Candy Shop is probably the 50 cent song that has aged the worst yeah, it's that one, but then also though, I did like Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno was shit. That was like a club hit. Nick, okay, so you telling me the Disco Inferno is better than any T.I. song that was like a single? Yeah. Bro, you crazy. Yeah, man, I'm telling <laughs> you. No man, song that... Because that was a club song, bro. It was still trash. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I won't say trash, but if that's Disco Inferno does not compete with any T.I. single. What about, uh, oh, come on now, come on now. If you put, if you put that with whatever you like, yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I would put what, well, whatever you like was, it was good. I ain't gonna like, I look good at shit a lot. It's corny, but it was good. But what club single, what club single that T.I. besides, uh, bring it back, was it bring it back? Bring it, nah, bring it bring back. Bring them out, uh, bring them out. Bring it's them hard out. to get with the barrels yeah. in your mouth. Besides, bring them out. Okay. And, nah, people didn't listen. That wasn't no club single. Top back wasn't no top, wasn't no single. You know it should have been. Top back, bar. yeah. <laughs> that shit, that shit. Front back, side to side. Top back, front back, side to side. Of a club single that T.I. put out that His- I was like, yo, that was the shit. His biggest club song was a song like we brought up already that you can have whatever you like. When that shit came on back when I was in college, the whole fucking yeah. dance floor went nuts. Now, granted, when uh fucking uh Disco Inferno came out, that's right when we started going to clubs. It's just like I can't speak to how the crowd uh, fucking uh went off when that shit came on. But I can tell you for a fact that when that you can have whatever you like came on, it, it was so fucking high. It came on like four times a night, and every time. <laughs> Dance for is fucking packed. A whole fucking crowd knowing all the fucking words. Yeah. There's no I, way that 50 can beat them. No I, fucking way. I think, I think, yeah. It's all how you set it up, man. He got fucking. Cause it's like this. Uh huh. It's like, I'll say it this way. Like the Fab and Jada. Jada beat Fab. But Which Fab I was surprised by. Didn't play shit. That he should. Should've it's kind of how Jada, yeah, cause it's kind of how Jada has lineup with. His lineup was some hitters, and it was just like, well, damn. And Fab was playing that. He was playing some good shit, but then he also played some bullshit. And that's why I was just like, man, come on now. But Fab, he still had a lot of stuff in his bag. He just didn't play them. And plus, they were sipping too. 
That shit was so quick, bro. That shit was like 38, 40 minutes. Damn, like, for real? That's the quickest one. That's yeah, the quickest one ever. Yeah, that shit was quick. Cause they was sipping, I think they were sipping way too hard. Oh, <laughs> way so. too hard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we will agree to disagree. But I, I, I personally feel like it's not even a competition that T.I. will fuck him. Because T.I. has had, because T.I. has had more than one good album. 50 has it. I mean, like a front to back, uh, a seven yeah. or higher album. A seven or higher album. I give you that. Solo albums too, like not like the fucking no, first. No, I give you that because this because basically fifty first album is his best album, his best yes. body of work. Don't get me wrong, the second one I think it went still went platinum and all that, but that shit was trash. Man. Trash. And then the third trash. one, like all right, I stopped I like the third this, one. Like four, <laughs> like four or five songs out of the sixteen. Yeah. And then, yeah, after that, it was just like, but he, to me, he has had like certain singles that he dropped, dropped here and there, here and there. I can't, and for some reason, I'm like brain farting on like him being on Lloyd Banks shit, Tony Yayo. Good, Good point. And, and, uh, and, uh, Young Buck. Cause I Good know point. he has had like on every single one of they shit, he had a part on it. So that's why I'm like, and I, and for some reason, I'm like brain farting on it, but I know for a fact that they, it probably was hit. Especially that damn, uh, young buck. That shit was going hard. Of course, it was two sets of footprints <laughs> in the sand, and it was one set of footprints in the sand. When God, yep. the time got hard and shit hit the fan, God don't walk with me, he carried me, man. Alright, so basically what you just said, I, there are two segues that, that, that I can make in that, um, on my list, but I'll make the most recent one. So, uh, my first entry is gonna be the first young bucks, Straight out of Cashville. Cause that shit Ooh. was a slap from fucking, from, from, and, now this might be a hot take. To me, that might be the strongest debut album of the entire G unit, including 50. That's a hot Ooh, take, I know. That's a hot one. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe it. Cause, uh, that shit had some fucking beggars. He had Stomp, started to fucking beat with T.I. Uh, and Luda. Mm-hmm. He had a Fifty Cent single, and he had that Bang Bang I Shot You Down. Mm-hmm. They had the first single that uh, I know you gonna let me in with this dime. They had a song for the bitches. Sure they wanna ride with me. We can get low. So it had, it's me. It had it all, bro. It had like the 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 club songs, the hood songs, the, the street songs. Uh, like then like had like his his personal songs and shit on there, like, uh, and, and he had the, uh, I'm not stopping, you heard what I said, put the money in my hand, and catch me what I can, but the the take hits. Of all the first, including game, including 50, the one that I enjoyed the most personally, that I played for the longest, was that young buck. I said, I'll be honest with you, I think, me it was between Young Buck. I did hit that Yayo though. I mean not that Yayo, but that uh that Lloyd Banks too. But I think I hit that Yayo. I mean not Yayo, but the uh Young Buck even Because I remember when I got I had got both of them out of boot camp. Cause yep, yep. Yeah, I, like I had said this on uh Maybe on one of our clips before when I yeah. said that, that I was in boot camp and then I got out of boot camp and I picked up it was that Carter, the first Carter. Mm-hmm. The Lloyd Banks and I picked up the Young Buck because the Lloyd Banks came out same time the Carter came out. Yep. yep. <laughs> Which was wild. Man, 
class back then. I wish we get back to that point. That was a good year. Woo! <laughs> For real. That was a really good year. But uh, Bucks have- came with that. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, because you don't never had that. Like, you hardly had that now. And two high dudes, two high artists drop on the same day. Yeah, so I mean. I know how everybody mm-hmm. moved. They're like, oh, we going to wait. Nah, drop on the same fucking day. Let's see, let's see what happens. Yeah. That's the same reason that two blockbuster movies don't come out on the same day. Because uh, as an industry, they don't want to hurt the industry by having people compete against two blockbuster movies like that. Like, uh, uh, like remember when Batman v Superman and, and Captain America Civil War was about to come out um, like on the same day? Mm-hmm. And then like, fuck these said, fuck it. We'll go ahead and move. Because they knew they came out on the same day that Batman v Superman was going to suck. So that's mm-hmm. why like, that really happens. But, um, Buck had like because Buck Buck is from the South. I think and, and I've always, I've always been partial to to down South music. I think that's partially why he had, had slight edge to me because like the way the people from the South can twist up their uh slang and like their and their accent like to make songs sound better. I was into and then like just having like the whole the whole down South swag. But it can be argued. No, well, uh, never mind. I was going to say that Buck had the biggest fall off afterwards, but they kind of all did. Besides Game. Because, uh, fucking Yayo. I haven't seen Yayo in probably 10 years. Yeah, I know. They was talking about on the radio stuff, about he dropped, did he drop Yayo in the bushes on damn way or some shit? It I saw that, wild. yeah, I saw that, yeah. That shit was funny as hell. But nah, nah, I give you that. Hey, that that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Shoot. Uh, you ready for mine or? Yep. Alright, my, my second entry, I will have to put, uh, I'm gonna go with Kanye West College Dropout. That's on my list too. That was, everybody needs to know the man behind the beats of Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And everybody was trying to find out his production team because it was between him and Just Blaze. Just Blaze? Just Blaze was fire. I know Just Blaze, he's been like, oh, but DJing and other shit now, but he's still producing though, here and there, but that dude needed his catalog. Fire. Like, for folks, like, for real. <laughs> but, uh, everybody was trying to find out about, uh, Kanye West because he was behind the scenes and he came with Through the Wire. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of explaining like a little short clip story of this. I had first single too. It was an odd first single. Yeah, it was think about it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was it was good though. And then once he dropped uh uh slow jam, slow right? Jam, yep. Yeah, that shit was hitting. Everybody was like, for that. It was like, ooh, everybody thought that was like a Jane Fox song. Just right. Jane Fox is on there. <laughs> He dropped that one. Everybody didn't believe he could rap. At mm-hmm. that time, yes, he could rap. He was rapping. At that time, yeah. At that time, because he was rapping, but he, he had lyrics. He had stuff in his tool bag. And, you know, granted, some of it was kind of like, it was different, but it was good. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's kind of how I liked it. It was genuine. And I was like, you should have he he kept with that, man. I, I swear he should have kept it with that shit. Because it was him. It was genuine. And then, you know, uh, from 
Jesus walks, mm-hmm. through the wires, slow jams. All uh, falls down. All falls down. Man, he was just hitting on all cylinders. I, I know for a fact he was having, he knew that shit was going platinum. Uh, he knew, I don't think Dame Dash think it was going platinum. Right. Jay-Z, once he filed out, he really like looked at the body of work. He was like, oh, this dude was doing it. Like he knew he was sold after that. He was like, oh, this dude's going to keep going, keep going, keep going. Man, it was just classic. That the classic. Diesel Falcon was a step. To me, that was just a step stone zone because you, it's not a gospel song. It's, it's literally hip hop, but it's got its flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of like threw people and attracted people to it as well because it's like, oh man, you talking about Jesus, talking about God, and you talking about basically people going through trials and tributations, going through life and all that, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to make their life better, you know, telling the guy the right way. And or Jesus walking for them. And I think and I like I know a lot of church right, even though I can't think about it back at the time, but I know probably a lot of church probably like catered to that a little bit because they was kinda like it was kinda thrown off and then once you actually listen to the actual lyrics, you just like, okay, it's very uplifting. But yeah, man, I I still remember playing that shit back to back to back, like literally all the way through, even to was it the what's the last song on there? I think it's the last call. Yep, last call for alcohol for my bitches and my dolls. Yeah, Get your shit. ass up off the wall. Yeah, yeah, that shit. That shit. Da da da. da 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 da. He talks about the whole like how he end up, you know. Bro, going for Rockefellers and third and blah, 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 and then making it finally, you know. And then it, now, if you look at him now, this is like 15, 16 years down the road. Right. This motherfucker, a billionaire, which is beyond me. I ain't, bro, I didn't see that coming. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna lie to you. I did not see that coming. But then the only thing I would say about Kanye, though, and I literally think he do need to get some help. He need to be in somebody's chair, cause I swear it seemed like after his mama died, this dude yep. been on a whole nother level. Like he can't say glue. And being yep. with them Kardashians is not gonna help him. Not gonna help him, period. That's just gonna put him in a grave more, like literally. Cause they ain't helping them worth a damn. Like, it's, yeah, it's bad. Cause they just talk about, yeah, you bipolar. Okay, if you bipolar, he, he already admitted that shit, but get some help, man. It's kind of, you kind of put a muzzle on yourself, figure shit out, like, for real. Because he, you, to me, in in my eyes, Kanye West is all over the goddamn place. Literally. And and in a bubble, too. He in a bubble and all over the place. Because he's one of them dudes, like how we were talking about earlier, that he being so removed from what's going on, that he don't see the shit. And then somebody say, and he'll say some crazy shit, and then motherfuckers looking at him like, Dude, have you, dude, don't you know what's going on out here? And, he, and he's like, uh, no. <laughs> he's like, for real. I just be on this boat. I've been in Wyoming. By my damn self with my property chilling. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, for real. But I will say, though, he is, he, I'm going to say this. He was, he will, I'm going to say he was good for the culture. Right now, he ain't so good. For the coach, but he was good at one point. College, college dropout, fucking uh, late registration, graduation. He, he had. Me. Then after that, 
it was just kind of like, uh, Jesus, Jesus. I was like, uh, you know, Twisted Dark Fantasy. Okay. I give you okay on that one. The rest of that shit, you can miss me with all that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you can miss me with every single one. <laughs> Bro, um, are there any bad songs on the college dropout besides the one with Ludacris? Mm-hmm. Nah, I actually, you actually hit it on the money too. Cause that one is a bad one. That's probably yeah. the only bad one. Like, uh, you could you could get that out. Cause you I'm know, going through. Cause even the interlude's funny. Yeah, the interlude's funny, man. Cause I'm going through like the track list right now, and it slaps from fucking the, the from Ruder to the Tuda. Besides, song fucking Ludacris. Mm-hmm. Because 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 of we don't care is a good ass song. Drug he had the kids singing about drug dealing, bro, in, in a happy voice. Drug dealing, just again, but that shit was cold as fuck. Yeah. Spaceship is one of the coldest songs of all time. It was a modern Negro spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> the song of fucking uh Jay Z was cold as fuck. Yeah, that shit was epic. Cold as fuck. Uh, fucking get him high. It's that's some lower tier of the album, but but it was still good. Cause he he's the only rapper that I remember who fucking brought up Black Planet. Cause people forget about Black Planet. They only talk about Facebook and fucking MySpace. When Facebook and MySpace both took the template, the fucking Black Planet started. Yeah, you're right about that. I forgot about Black Planet. My damn self. Black Planet. Should have had a scene in a fucking Facebook movie. That's why I refuse to watch that fucking Facebook movie because they never admit that they took that template <laughs> from fucking Black Planet. Yeah. They never admit that shit, bro. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah. All slaps, bro. All fucking slaps. That, uh, this might be like a, a hot take, but in our, yeah, no, okay, I'll take it back a little bit. In our generation, so we'll say, uh, 96 when we got to the point to where we actually could buy our own music and understand rap and shit. So I'll say, I stopped being fucking on point with music in, in, in 2015. So, in our generation, so we'll say, ni- well, I'll, I'll say 95 to 2015. Um, so that's about 20 years, yeah. yeah. That might be the, the best debut album of that period. Yeah. Although people might say in that time frame the first Jay Z came out, but Jay Z wasn't fully formed on that first album, in my opinion. Mm, on that, yeah. It took him a while to get in, like to fully find himself, but but on Kanye shit, he was fully formed in that first album. Yeah. But um. Other than that, and um, I also say I also uh say this: Kanye was a rapper for people who, people who weren't thugs like us. Yeah, like he addressed yeah. the polos and shit, and like he showed us that you can still be cool and, and not be a thug. Cause like his his album was had a fucking him dressed him dressed as a teddy bear on it. That's some weird shit that before then couldn't have worked. Yeah, you're right about that one. And uh, what I liked about Jesus walks, and what I like more about it as a more 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 mature adult is the fact that a lot of people in the church will only act like Jesus will only Jesus will only hear your prayers if you're 
if you're a devout Christian like who goes to church every Sunday and pays tithes. But that song was talking about strippers, drug dealers, everybody. Because Jesus hears everybody's prayers, bro. And Jesus will answer a person's prayer even if they aren't devout. Because the Bible says that, that Jesus will uh, basically, uh, I'm paraphrasing, anybody who calls on his name. But churches like to ignore that and act like, nope, you got to go to our church, be here every Sunday, pay that 10% tithe. I'm not saying I'm for or against that, but what I'm saying is people like to deflect from the fact that Jesus will answer the prayers of a stripper, a drug dealer, anybody who calls on his name, Jesus will hear them and answer their prayers. And Kanye, he tapped into that. And then that taps into what I, my biggest problem with gospel music is to me, it all sounds the same because it's all basically just praise music. But <clears throat> but um, gospel music rarely talks about the actual trials and tribulations and, and the conflict that a person who's trying to live for God has. It's only about it, it only talks about the good parts about it, but like but never the struggle. But Jesus walks with one of the first songs that, that talks about that, or even him thinking about the that whole concept. And that's why songs like so I think without Jesus walks. You wouldn't have uh, that guy, uh, Lecrae. Because Blessings is probably the best gospel song I've ever heard. Like a gospel rap song, but I'll say gospel song in general. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so between that and what you said, like, that's, uh, that, that covers that. Alright, so my next entry is going to be uh, the one that I think you may not agree with, but I know that when this came out in the year 2000, uh, wait. When was September eleventh? Was that two thousand one or two thousand nine one one? Two thousand one one. It came out on September eleventh. It's the same day that the Blueprint came out. One of, if not the best, Jay Z album. And, and it, it got kind of slept on, but it also was conflict because this guy is from is also from New York, and he, he's one of the only guys who out of that time who still has a pretty decent career. Although last episode you said that. They pick terrible beats. So this album is Ghetto Fabulous by Fabulous. <laughs> uh, At the time that it came out, bro, that shit was slapping. And then, like, I don't own this album, but Lawrence, who is who is my older brother for people like me, I know it. At this point, that whole summer, well, like a whole fall, we went back and forth between that and the Blueprint. And that shit has some fucking, it, it, it has some slaps. Like even like the uh, singles, like fucking Holla Back Youngin' w- was a slap, and, and it was mm. so different from everything that's on the radio. Holla Back Youngin', woo woo, Holla Back. Then Fab like his fucking laid back flow and his beats. Although you may not agree, but well, at that time I think you can agree. Like he he has some good ass beats. Whoever yeah, picked his beats did. in the first album did a great job, and also. Fab was an artist who came up with so many ways to say getting his dicks up on that album. Like, every song had a different way, a, a unique method of him saying, suck my dick. Because, uh, like, on one song he said, uh, still what I mean is, I just want to get knowledge until I feel like a genius and knowledge means get head. Because getting brain. But he turned it to knowledge. On every song, he had another way of saying a girl is sucking his dick. And I appreciate that, Fab. Um, yeah, he, he he was bold coming out on the same day as a 
Jay-Z, and in a very unfortunate day, obviously, in our uh, history here in America. But I think that that album is not on par with the Blueprint, but I think that it was a really good debut album because it showcased what uh, he was all about and it showed all of his layers. He had songs for the ladies, which he, which he became popular for doing in like his second album on out. It had kind of street songs on there and his flow and like his laid back delivery. And then uh, I think that, uh, and then Fabulous in terms of being his style, his old swag, especially in 2001, his swag changed the way that a lot of motherfuckers dressed. Yeah, it did. It really did. So uh, the impact that he had on the culture with that album and his whole presentation, at least for his first album, I think was a game changer. So like, there, uh, let me pull up his album real quick so I can go through like some uh, highlighted tracks. Ew, ghetto fabulous. All right, let's see here. Keeping the gangster was good. A youngin. A get right, uh, trade it all. It was a popular ass song that year. Yeah, that was hit. Mhm. Uh, can't deny it was a slap with uh fuck him and Nate Dog. Y'all can't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna fuck with me. Uh, take you home with fuck Lil Mo. Slap. Yeah, that's slap for real. I'm slapping the half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, fucking, um, whoops, shit, shit, fuck, uh, never mind, because I hit, like, a different album by mistake, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, Gotta Be a Thug was a nice little album cut, um, and then, uh, like, you only had 16 tracks in here, and, and it was all songs, no fucking, uh, skits, and, like, the majority of them were good, and then, because people, people forget about Trade It All these days, and then people definitely forget about, uh, Kid Night. Look, um, look, the, the song on that album that stood out the test of time was uh, uh, Holla Back Youngin but he had some slaps on that yeah he did yeah he did I, I don't know I just uh, I don't know man this was sad I, you know what cause that was Fab first album so actually yeah that, I, I get I actually give you that one. But that's his first album, and that one's good. I got his second album. His second album was pretty good. It was alright, too. Wasn't Breathe on there? That's the one with Breathe. That's, that's the one with Trade It All. Uh, I think he put out, uh, like a remix in, cause on the first album, track number seven is Trade It All feature. No, on the second album, bro, uh, that's when he, yeah, okay. Here's what happened. Trade It All. <laughs> Trade It All wasn't a single on the first album. It was a single off the soundtrack to a barbershop, which came over on the time as the second album. Okay. Because uh, if you recall, in a video, it oh, had that's Cedric right, that's right, that's Entertainer right. in there as his character from Barbershop. That's what that's it was. Right. And then um, on the second one, that's when he had a song with uh, Tamiya, right? But on the album... It, mm-hmm. On the album, he had a Shanti on there. Yeah, he had Shanti on there, but on the actual single, he had to me. To me, it did better than Shanti. I hate to say it, but because that was her song from the nineties. Mm-hmm. She kills. She she kills that shit. But at the time, I was in, I was in love with with a fucking a Shanti thick ass. So I was hurt that um took her off with old ass a uh, fucking uh, to me on that shit. 
Ashanti, how how does Ashanti get better when she get old? With her thick ass. I don't know. Damn. I know. Damn. I know. Ashanti's so goddamn thick, man. That shit crazy. That shit is nuts, bro. Besides, I think something over her though. Real talk. She, when she was with Nelly, and then Nelly left her ass alone. And like you ain't seen her since, like she ain't seen her since then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but also I think that she knew that like her a little uh time was up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but all right. Uh, who is your next entry? My next one's without a doubt. It's Mr. Slim Shady himself, Eminem. Yep, Marshall I put that. Mathis. Yeah, so I said that I'm not putting that on mine because I knew that you would say it. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just remember with him, it, it's pretty like pretty simple, man. It was just like I remember coming out with the first one, Slim Shady <laughs> LP. That one was good. I uh, it was crazy, a little different than the third. And I remember I copped this album in middle school, eighth grade. Yep. And I was like, I was no, uh, seventh grade, bro. Nah, this was eighth grade, man. Was it eighth? I swear it was eighth. You right? You right? Yep. You right? You right? Yep. Yep. Because as soon as it hit, I was just like, bro, man, this shit is slapping, like. But then nobody mm-hmm. really. I remember I would tell my friends this, and they was like, "Ah, oh, blah blah." They, you know, because white, white boy. Yep. Yeah, it was. It wouldn't get a boy credit worth nothing. I'm like, man, this dude's talking shit on a different level. And then as the months came by, his his persona was just jumping higher and higher and higher. Yep. And that's when he hit the ceiling. That's that's literally when he hit the ceiling after that album. It was just like everybody was like, all right, this dude. He here for the long run, and the people, you know, like I said, he uh, once he dropped that album, a lot of folks, people was offended. Congress up here coming out yep. crazy. He had the LGBTQ H one community coming out. <laughs> <laughs> they covered that him crazy, like it, it, it was crazy. Because, and I think the, that's the reason why I love him so much. I was just listening to him actually this week. Cause I lost to listen to that album. I was just like, bro, like he couldn't with that album. He could not put that out now. Nope. He could put that out, or he could, but he would have to have so many people back him up doing that because it it was just so uncut, so raw, so so just him, and it, it's not biting his tongue to the point that the shit funny, the shit funny, the shit cool. He could, you know, he telling stories and all that shit. The only thing I ain't like on that album was only, it's only one track I really didn't care about. And that's the one. Oh, which one? Is the Kim. Cause it goes into kind of like a, like a hard metal type deal. And that, and to me, that's the only song. That's the only song out of all his albums he did that shit on. Out of every album he, I can't like remember hard that. metal. Cause it's like, you know, uh, the Kim was like, uh, he talking to his daughter and then he's like, sit down, bitch. If you move again, I'll, oh, I'll yeah, beat the yeah. shit out of you. Then he goes, dun, 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 like you playing Mortal Kombat and shit. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, man, come on, man. It, I mean, it's funny. It's a, it's a funny sub, but it just, to me, it, it didn't need to be on that album. Because everything lyrically on that album was like on point from, I was listening to the way, you know, I am, just because I say I am the way I am. Yeah, that shit was, was a slap, bro. 
I was listening to that shit before it fucking even came on goddamn TV. That's how bad it was slapping. <laughs> then, the thing, I wasn't listening to, the only song I wasn't listening to before it came on TV was Stan. Cause I was like, cause I guess it kind of slowed down. Yeah, yeah. I didn't listen to it. Yep. But then when I seen the video, I was like, damn, I need to listen to that shit. That shit go hard. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Uh, my favorite song was, uh, that, um, how that shit go? The song about the mushrooms. It was like, I went to the rave of Bob and Dave, made it the way, brown baby, half of a head shave. Like his flow ass shit was fucking, just ping pong and the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, damn, I don't know which one that one. That was a. Uh, I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to give it to my world. And I get sent in the corner crying, and now it's my fault, my fault. I'm sorry. Damn, I don't know which one is that one. That was towards the beginning, like maybe track six. I'm trying to think. And I think that's the song like where like you ask your girl for like a fago. And, and like slice of pizza, which, 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 which <laughs> yeah. I like because Fago, as people may or may not know, is a Michigan-based uh, pop company, yeah. like Jones Cola. <laughs> I like the criminal. Yep. I like the bitch, please, bitch, please. If you listen to, and I never thought about this until I listened to bitch, please again. Mm-hmm. Once he hit his verse. He started killing. And then he did, he switched it up and did the Nate Dog. He did, or, yeah, is, is it Nate Dog? No, 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 no. It's more of a Snoop Dog. He did the Snoop Dog kind of, uh, flow. Or, I don't know if it was Snoop Dog or, or Nate Dog. It was what you want to, cause he was like, Cause they don't know, but cause they don't know, da da da. Like he, 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 he got real soft with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn. I was like, I bet you I put money on. When they was in the booth that they heard that shit for real, they was like, yo, this dude cold as fuck. How the fuck he could just switch up flows and shit like that? <laughs> but he just, uh, I mean, he just a student to the art, man. That's, that's just how he is. He literally like, if you could come with a flow, he can do it. Wayne can do that shit too. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne know how to do that shit too. And, but, Wayne, Wayne don't do it as often as possible. But to me, Wayne the one who started that goddamn mumble rap. That's why everybody do that shit now. But, yeah. <laughs> but nah, man, that's, yeah, that's my third one, man. <laughs> yeah, um, that was definitely going to be on my list, but I knew that if I didn't have it on there, you would. And then, um, so I figured that, like, when, I, the one that I would risk us both having is a Kanye because I knew it like that. Like, because of those three that out of out of uh, M, Fifty, and Kanye, the one that I liked the most was Kanye. So I put that on mine. Well, yeah, but like that was a good album for sure. Um, and M from that one too until like the Eminem show had good albums. Since then, nothing but trash in my opinion. No, I didn't. <laughs> And went from one of my favorite rappers to not mention it at all. <laughs> I hate Eminem so much now. You heard the the one with Kid Cudi? That's a, that's a fire. Two motherfuckers I give no fucks about. That shit fire as hell, man. He actually talked about like shit that's going on now. Shit that we was talking about. I still don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, 
I did uh, like the song with Kid Cudi and Travis Scott. Okay. I don't know go outside. Outside. Yeah, but uh, but on principle though, I don't give a fuck about Kid Cudi or especially Marshall. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see what else I got on this bitch. Uh, my next one's going to be what I want to go next. One is me kind of, uh, one is a rapper that I hate now. And one is a rapper who kind of fell off. But, okay, yeah, uh, we'll go there. So my next entry is going to be Food and Liquor by Lupe Fiasco. Oh, wow. Because following in the footsteps of, of the shoes of Kanye introduced to the hip-hop game uh, came Lupe Fiasco, who I would argue was actually more lyrical than Kanye. Um, yep. And also, uh, he's he's more consistent than Kanye. Although Lupe has had a couple weak albums, but his first two, especially, were classic. Classics. Yeah, two classes back to back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, I can actually, I you know what? I can actually agree with you with that one. That was yeah. two class. That's crazy. He actually did two classes back to back. Um, and hey. like the first one had shit on that, and that on food and liquor like. There might not have been a bad song in there either, bro, because that, cause that shit came hard, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. And then, uh, because fucking Kick Plus was also, like, like Kanye, a weird first single, but for whatever reason, it's a hit. Because Kick Plus yeah. is a weird song. Because, like, not like an up-tempo song. Okay, what we got in here? Yeah, uh, so far, not a bad song. Uh, fuck, Daydreaming was called as fuck. Daydream, I bet I bet I bet it's A pressure or like song with fucking Jay Z. With Jay Z, yeah, that go hard. Hurt me so cold as fuck. Kick Push Two was good. The outro was good. Yeah, Real yeah, was I, good. Yeah. yeah. Killed it, bro. He's fucking killed. It. Like then, Lupe Fiasco was a rapper that wore glasses. And it still worked. Like, not cool like Pimp C glasses, like nerd glasses. Yeah. And it still worked. Like, it, uh, like his flows were good. Fucking beat work was good. Fucking the hooks were, were impeccable. Um, And I think it was perfect timing because of that time. Cause like I said, cause if, if that shit would have came out before Kanye would have came out, it would not have hit. Yep. Um, yeah, and like, they're not like, like must I to actually say about it besides the fact that it was a classic and then I'll touch on the cool for a second too the, the cool cause typically that second album like there's a lot to prove like you're proving that your first album isn't a fluke and, and if a person can have a second album on par with the first album that that is an achievement and an and, and accomplishment but Lupe came with an even better album the second time around oh like cause he stuffed everything up his hooks his production uh, his fucking hit singles, cause fucking Superstar is is also one of the best songs of all time. Mm-hmm. You are who you say you are. Cold as fuck, but Food and Liquor, classic first album. And that's all I got to say about that. It is just, I think he get lifted over just because of the fact that he went crazy. Yep. He went crazy, but now, like, he's not crazy anymore, but, but, like, it's too late. Yeah. Pretty much. And, um, the album that had, 
the show goes on was just too fucking trash for him to come back from, I think. Because that album yeah. was not good. Like, now, honestly, he'll have a good song every now and again, but in terms of a whole project, nope. Because now, like, he's too... He's too... over your head. Yeah. Like, you have to be able to... uh to make your point and, and 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 like your message palatable, which he isn't able to do anymore. So like that's what's going on with him. Like his, his music, unfortunately, isn't palatable anymore. at all. Anymore. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, who is next on your list? Uh, this one, this one might be on your list. I don't know, but I'm gonna have to put, uh, put it like this. He came out, he, uh, he got on fire. I spoke of him already, uh, in the segment. Um, he had became on fire back when I remember, like, I was going in the Navy boot camp and going through boot camp and all that. Now I bought his album. Fire the Carter. She was fire mm. as hell, right? Then went to the Carter 2. Carter 2 had to grow on me a little bit. I was like, uh, I still hate the Carter 2. Yeah, I everybody was geeking it up. I'm like, mm. it's alright. It's alright. But, I'm gonna have to give him his flowers on the Carter 3. The Carter 3 had boosted him up so, it didn't boost him up. That album got boosted up so hard because of all the mixtapes that was coming out that was Lil Wayne that this album was just going to be fire off rip. Just off rip. He just needed to just have it come out. Even though I would say this, the album's okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it's a classic album, but it was so much promo behind it that because it went platinum like in like three, four weeks. Like, it, it was not three, four weeks, three, four days. It it was that crazy, like, that insane. And this was, like, what, 2007? 2007, 2008? Like, it, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Because it was so clout behind. It was for Amelie. I remember when he was standing on the Rolls Royce and all that shit. Baby had gave him. Uh, Birdman. Uh, he gave him that. Amelie was popping. Uh, hardcore. Then Lollipop, Lollipop really was fucking hitting from the remix to the regular. Like, I think he almost went almost diamond just off Lollipop. Like, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, sorry to interrupt, but that's not like his uh, debut album, though. Oh, he, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because I actually I thought, I thought that in there, yeah. I'm glad you had you say that, because I was just thinking just because of the fact that, like, that was just one of his, like, pushing albums. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there is an argument for that, though. Yeah, I mean, I think that we can allow it. His debut album, it was all right. Uh, but, uh, the Block is Hot was actually a pretty good album, bro. Yeah, it Bro, it was a good album, but every time when you think about it, it's like when I listen to it now, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> like it's like one of those things. A lot of skips in there. Yeah. Well, let me revise that. I revise okay. that one, and I bring you my other one. 
You know what? All right. I got like probably like two more, but my other one is Young Jeezy, Thug Motivation, <laughs> 101. That's definitely, that's definitely in the album and it's definitely a <laughs> I know you probably don't like it, but man, all I remember was, what was, this? What was that, uh, What's that actual uh? What's the what group was they in? I forgot. Uh, Boys in the Hood. Boys, Boys in the Hood, hood sell everything for pride. Yeah, that everybody was like, uh, oh, blah 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 blah. He was in there, Young Jeezy. He broke away. Yep. I started hearing about it. I also remember where I was at on that. I was on deployment. And people were playing it. This that and third. I wasn't into it until we got back. Man, I heard every track, every song. Like, Def Jam, I, I almost think they were, like, throwing money at him, this dude. Yeah. But I don't think they knew he was going to hit like how he was going to hit. But he ended up hitting, like, back to back to back. Because the, the, the whole album rise, let's just say it, the whole album rise, me, myself, I could probably skip maybe, like, two songs on there, give or take. Oh, which is pretty good. Two songs. Uh... From, you know, from, uh, what was it? The end is, uh, Air Force Ones, you know. Yep. Can't walk in my Air Forces. Is that Old third. school Savage drop top Porsches. You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Forces. Yeah. You ain't seen <laughs> what I seen worth about a couple grand in my Sean John jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Soul Survivors, Soul Survivor was a good one with uh, uh Akon. Akon, yeah, yeah. Then you got my favorite was the one with uh with uh what's his name? Yeah, like three, four people. It's like Ti. Oh, it's called Bang. This is Jazzy Face produced. It's got Ti okay. in it. A little scrappy. Mm. Yeah, that's. That shit. No, 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 no. Not that one. I, I take that back. No. Trap or die. Trap or die. With Bumby. That shit. That, that's my shit. Mm. <laughs> that's my shit. <laughs> what was the first single off the album? First single off the album was And Then What? Oh, yeah. And Then What? First, I'm yeah. going to wash my car. And Then What? Yeah, with Manny yeah. Fresh. Then after that, it was Soul Survivor. And then you used to hear, uh, you know, go crazy, go crazy with shit too. That was the first one when they played that new Jeezy watch the dope boy. Go, go crazy, crazy. Yeah, okay. That was the first one, yeah, that was the first. He one. picked some good singles off the first one, and like, although I'm not like a Jeezy fan at all, but those are some good singles to pick. Yeah, some really good singles. Well, yeah, man, that shit was hitting so hard, man. Uh. It debated, it debuted at number two on Damn, the charts. It? Yeah, that shit. I know he went, for, 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 I already know, he went platinum off that shit. Actually, yeah. according to here, it said, according to online, he went like two times platinum, so. I give him that. But after that, you know, granted, after that, he went to, he had another track. That shit sucked ass. I found what that shit was called. Fuck with that shit. Thug, what, Thug Motivation 102? He yeah. wasn't planning off that shit, but it was, it was kind of like the same flow. Yep. Like, it was almost like yep. the same album. And he was trying to just keep catching that wave. Like all the B-sides and some shit. 
Yeah, pretty much, man. I was like, but the only, the main, uh, the main Jeezy song albums I like was Thug Motivation 101. I did like The Recession. I did like 103. 103 should have came out early. I think 103 was before his time in mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, that's it. <laughs> recession, it's literally like three albums. The third yeah. motivation, 102, sucked. I like the recession. 103 should have came out way before. To me, that should have came out when the recession, 102 came out. Uh, oh, uh, w- uh, what did 102 have on it? 102, fuck, uh, bro. It, it almost came out at the same time 101 came out. Yeah, it was, it was quick. It was real quick. Yeah. Uh, let me look here. Go get up, R. Kelly. Go get up. Yeah. Go get up. And I love it. Uh, I, I no, I yeah, I love it. I forgot how that shit go. And dreaming, which I can't remember. I'm looking at, at it right now with Keisha Cole. He he made that song just so he could fuck her. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But Shorty Red, I see who the Shorty Red. Shorty Red. He produced, he produced probably like four songs on him. Yeah, um, cause him and Gucci would both use, uh, Shorty Red a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in them days. Shorty Red is a, un, is a, is a, a, a under, or underrepresented producer of the early 2000s. Yeah. Cause, uh, I, I feel like, uh, what's his name? Zaytoven gets all of the shine that Shorty Red she gets some of. Yeah. Although although fucking Zaytoven is better. <laughs> yeah, but um, as people who like this podcast, me know I'm not a Jeezy fan at all. I feel that if if he has a good song, it's a fluke. Although there was a lot of flukes on that one. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and then I think that now, I saw in, in Jeezy back then that he did not have an actual rap career. He had an ad-lib career. And once people started getting used to those ad-libs, that like his output and quality was going to go down significantly. And it took longer than I thought it was going to take, but it definitely has happened. Yeah, because she blew our nose. trash. Trash. Dumpster fire trash. I think that uh Freddie Gibbs is more fucking relevant than fucking Jeezy right now. Yeah, he is. Just like the interview. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of an impactful debut album, I definitely agree that, that didn't make an impact. I don't think I've ever heard that whole album. I don't think I've ever heard the whole Gigi Project, thank the Lord, and, and, and I never want to. <laughs> He's not in my uh, list of any type of favorite mid-level or, or bouncer rapper. Like I, I don't even consider Jeezy for me in any rap conversation. I, I I just don't get it. But to that point, my last entry is a rapper who I also hate now. I hate with a passion. But if I'm being honest, I have to admit that when his first album hit, that shit slapped and knocked. It actually, again, his first two, 
Then from there, he went all downhill. Um, and I think he was the first concert I ever went to. If not the first, the second. And um, the year that we graduated, that's when the second album came out. He was very, very popular. Uh, but uh, now he mainly does um, acting, which I think he's also not a good actor. Uh, but the person who, well, the, the album that I'm talking about is uh, Incognito, a.k.a. Southern Hospitality by Ludovich. That's actually, you know what? What's yeah. That? That, that's, to be honest with you, that, that was one of mine too. Like, I put him on one of mine. That's why I was just like, it was just, I wasn't gonna throw him out there. You know, I was mm-hmm. thinking to myself, like, hey, but nah, he, you know, he actually got, oh, I'll let you do your thing though, but I, you know, he actually got a song out that's pretty, it's actually pretty legit. Mm, that shit was trash to me, bro. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it, <laughs> it's back for the first time. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second one, like, was that? Was a single. Song, yeah. yeah. Back for the first time. Which is a, a clever uh, title. And then, because um, this album was crunk, but it wasn't like super, super crunk music like, that, that that made you want to fight. Because uh, in the first album, at least he was clever, he was funny, and it was crunk music. So, yeah. like, he, he had a lot of things going for him. And then, um... His first single was a cold first single because it was nasty, but not too nasty. Like not like not on the radio nasty because uh, it was him and fucking Shiner. Ooh, when you watch your fancy to see, that shit was cold as fuck. Uh, fucking get off me like um fucking Pastor Troy, like that deep cuts fucking southern rap. Yep. Stick him up with fucking my favorite rap group of all time, UGK. Ho was cold as fuck. Uh, Southern hospitality. Yeah, <laughs> cold as fuck. Uh, yeah. Up uh, a mouth, mouth like was the, good as uh, fuck too. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, rabbit was good too. That's What's the that one. called though? It's called uh Fat Rabbit. I think it's Fat Rabbit. Yeah, it's Fat oh, Rabbit. Because that's the one. On... It's not on the thing, which is weird because it's on the album. Like, even on iTunes, it's not on there either. You can't highlight. Like, you see it, but it's dim. And I'm just like, I don't know if they got clearance or whatever to put it on there. I don't know. But I actually got the album. It's on there. Because that's the one that Timberland produced for him, like, yeah. a while ago. Because that's the one that said, I be that nigga named Luda, a.k.a. Yep. L-O-B-A, L-O-B-A. Fuck that shit. that shit. That's that one. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why it's not on here. Because, like, not like it's too nasty. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's it's something with it's got to be something with clearance, clearance record label. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Because on yeah, it do it do. Let me touch it. Let me grab it. That fat rabbit. Uh, cause uh, on the Google Play version, there's uh 15 songs. Uh, but no fat rabbit, unless it's under a different title on here. But well, it probably is. Yeah, but yeah. It was a great debut album from a person who wasn't even a rapper at first because fucking Ludacris was a, a fucking DJ. And how often can a DJ actually rap? And, and, and at that time, from like 2000 to maybe 2006, we'll say, yeah. Luda was in contention for like a GOAT. Yeah. People forget that now because he's so corny now. But back then, he was edgy and like he was in contention for being a GOAT. But then like he became a parody of himself with albums like... Chicken and beer, 
and just then like he just turned trash and just got lazy. But the first two albums, Luda was getting so much respect for putting out fucking quality music. Uh, was uh was fucking Saturday on here? Nope, that's the second one. Not the second. Saturday, ooh, ooh second Iggy Iggy, and also he's one of the people who had his own crew, and he he had a lot of people that actually had some decent hits from his crew because he had Chinky, he had fucking Bobby Valentino, he had Shauna, he had. I-20. Yeah. He had, uh... He had Titty uh, Boy. And... <laughs> play a Circle. Play a Circle. A.K.A. 2 Chains. <laughs> <laughs> 2 Chains and some other nigga. Some other dude, yeah. That <laughs> 2 Chains say, claim that that's his role, dog, but never put him on. I don't never know. Never put him on again. <laughs> sick of being lonely. Because that was their first thing, right? That, yeah. That sick of being lonely. Which people, people forget about that song, but that song was pretty good too. Sick of being lonely, every night while my man goes out with his homies. Now, uh, brief sidebar, but, it, but like, it is all related. A song like fucking Duffel Bag Boy was too big for that new group. Ooh, yeah, it was. It was a good song though. That song was cold as fuck, but too big for them. That's cause Wayne was on it. And, and the fucking beat was called the fucking hook was just too fucking good. Mm-hmm. That song should have been given to a more established artist. Or have a Wayne song featuring them. Because that song was too big for them. Yeah. Because to this day, people think, people think that, that that's a Wayne song. I know. I know. Hell, I thought it was. <laughs> I feel bad for them, bro. Having a song that, 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 that that's fucking cold. Is bigger than them. Cause that shit was cold as fuck. I ain't never ran from my nigga and I damn fit the day to start running. Alright, so uh that is our list. We got uh them five fire albums in there. Um and as we always do at this time oh uh, sidebar for the audience. I know that we said uh two months ago <laughs> that we were gonna do um a little Wayne Summit, and we're still going to do that, but, but, but we have our first guest, and it's taking some time to get everything arranged with our schedules on that, so that, that might be next month, or, but it's coming up at some point. But in case that one doesn't happen next, uh, what do you think that our next episode should be about? Let's do a TI thing. Hmm. I, I'm thinking if I have enough to say about TI for a whole episode on him, though. Oh, I think yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I, I know I got a lot. <laughs> okay. Because you got to think. This dude, if you're making TV shows and movies, die, then True. he went to jail three times. So it's really... Yeah, that's a good point. Because, <laughs> yeah, because uh, we could talk about how after after like his big bed in jail, he kind of wanted to become like the... Uh, this is a very ill-time uh, uh, reference, but the new... Cliff Huxtable, not Bill Cosby, but yeah, Cliff Huxtable yeah. on, on that show, because that's probably the most scripted show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's so fucking fake, and it makes me mad. I used to watch the first one. When it first came out, I used to watch it like all the time until like it kind of like fell off, like hard, hardcore. Yeah. And trying to yeah. teach the kids and everything, like this, that, and the third. I, mean, I used to watch it the hell of it, all of it, and then he 
broke up and all this other shit, and then they started this other show, and I'm just like, man, I ain't watching this shit. Like, I can't, yeah, I can't do it. But I liked it at the beginning, because it was real genuine. It was in a different side of them, trying to, like, teach his kids, hey, do this, do this, do this. You know what I'm saying? And Nellie always in the background, chilling, like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm her. <laughs> yeah, okay, yep. So, uh, next month, we will either have a, um, T.I. Summit or a Lil Wayne Summit featuring our first guest. Uh, yeah, because I think either way, like, we can come up obviously this to talk about. Yeah, because uh, there was a time when T.I. was definitely uh, in the top tier of rappers. But after he got out of jail, because for, for maybe two years, T.I. was the top rapper. Mm-hmm. But he, and he, he bounced back better Better than I thought he would be in jail for so long. But yeah, but he just couldn't bounce back to that top spot again. Yeah. I, you know, because he, I don't want to tell all the, the right. details, but now nah, he, he could have bounced back. He could have been on some 50 shit, like real shit, if he would have yeah. played his cards right. Because mm-hmm. he was doing it, you know what I mean? But he, he did the whole, you know, with his kids and all that other shit. But now, in the back of my head, I'm like, man, he should still go for the 50 shit. I would. It's like 50 shit. Motherfuckers want to talk about 50. 50 ain't got to make music no more. He out here making TV series on ABC and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, and so we'll go into like more detail on the episode, but T.I. couldn't do that because T.I. had gun charges. So can't be a gangster rapper talking about guns charges. Uh, you can't be a gangster rapper, go to jail for guns, and then get out talking about guns again. Because he 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 would have been right back in jail. Because all that would have done is hey, but, provoke the fucking uh, cops. Uh, I mean, true, but then you also got to look at, like, because everybody got charged. I think he, he got charged and shit. But, Not, yeah, he do. He do. He got charged, but there ain't no on no gun shit. T.I. had like a, a van full of guns, bro. He had like army. He had more yeah, guns than he was a fucking army. Yeah. He was paranoid, yeah. So there's no way you can have that many guns. Get out of jail. Which why people say like, like he might have snitched. Because it is weird that he, he had that many guns got out. But you can't like, go, I, have, that, That's just like uh, what 50 said. Like, right. I don't know if you see that one with 50, 50 yep. said. <laughs> Oh man! I wish they do. I hope they do battle man. I, yeah. I need to battle man, but that shit. I think that shit would be hilarious. Cause but fifty, 50 smart. Because Ti pop, he pop shit like crazy, but he don't have that hunger like he used to. He be trying to True. do it, but he don't True. got it like he used to. Like look, he ain't on that little flip shit. That little flip, that was hunger. Like he was on a whole different that, level. He was like, oh, I'm your man. I'm in your oh, hood. Oh, man, that shit was so fucking cold. <laughs> that shit was so fucking cold, bro. Like. And low-key, and again, we'll have more detail on our next episode, Yeah. but low-key, T.I. T.I. is to 50 Cent what Ja Rule is to a little flip. Yeah. We ain't seen a little flip since. Pretty much. We haven't seen a little flip since. Cause, I know. Because Flip was burning for a minute, too. Yeah. It was burnt, and then as soon as T.I. got on in, I forgot about that, man. Yeah, yeah, man. That's the, and that's the reason why T.I. want to go. I know he want to go against 50 because he says 50 
He's like, he's the only dude that he know. He was like, that dude can take, he can, he got the ego to, he can take my shit that I'm popping. <laughs> it ain't gonna fuck with him. Like, That's you know a what good ass point, bro, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, and then he'll flip it and say some other shit like, hey, blah, 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 blah. He was like, I know how 50 is. 50, 50 years like that. He, that shit don't fuck with him, shit. <laughs> right. But yeah, like that actually is, is is a great matchup because yeah, they're the only two rappers I know that really ended somebody's career for good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for real, you ain't never lied about that one. Yeah, man, I <laughs> I can think of anybody else who ended somebody's whole fucking career like that because I forgot about Lil Flip and I honestly like the uh, Ti the Ti Flip beef was more entertaining to me. Yeah. That shit was entertaining, motherfucker. Damn. That's a good ass point, yeah. So, I'm actually looking forward to, like, this is, yeah, something about me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so much history, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. But okay, um, I, I will keep you fucking on the man. So, we'll be back there. See you guys next month. Either a little way